Yo, welcome to another edition of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. I said it slow this time. <laughs> Yo, you just be speeding through. I just go straight into it. Speaker Geeker Podcast. Yo, so this your boy Steve O. Steve, man. And I'm here with my player partners, my brothers from another mother, my co-pilots, my pit crew. Beep, 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 beep. Wish I had a button to do that. I think I saw one. I'm going to have to pick it up. <laughs> Tommy T and G. Hey, what's up, guys, man? How y'all doing? Man, good. Gucci over good, here, man. man. Good, good. Yo, so quick rundown. This week's episode is going to be about the verses with Keisha Cole and Ashanti. We're going to be talking about that briefly. Of course, we got some news for y'all. Of course, we got what's in our speakers for y'all. And then, of course, we got that good old barbershop talk that y'all love. So please... If y'all don't mind, if y'all find us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button on 3 Amp Media. If y'all find us on one of your favorite podcast platforms like Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, and all that good stuff, hit subscribe. And if y'all Google us, mm-hmm. click on it, listen, comment, like, subscribe, and enjoy. That's my spill, man. That, that's that's all I ask. <laughs> so without further ado, let's just hop in this lane, man. Oh, man, 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 man. Another week. week has passed, man. Yep. How y'all weeks been? Yeah. Man, it's been good, man. Things slowed down at work. Um, Heard that shit. Heard that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> able to do a little bit more stuff on that end. So, you know. Gotcha. It's been good. My week's been an interesting one, but I got through yeah. it. And I'm yeah. here. Sorry, report. Yeah, man. <laughs> Absolutely. But I'm I'm here. And we good. Everything's gonna be all good. So That's more good. work, you know, more work to be done. Uh you know, just feeling good, being thankful. You know, too, man. Yeah, absolutely. As always, man. Always. Absolutely. It's always more work to be done. <clears throat> Gotta get it in. So, <clears throat> man, y'all ready to jump into this? Uh, wasn't your speakers? Yeah. Let's yeah, let's it. don't do it then. Let's, let's do get it. it. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, mine is really short. Um, I figured out how to say the lady's name. Um, she said it on like the little color show or whatever I watched on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. She said her name is Madeba. Well, so say like, that again. Madeba. Madeba. <laughs> That's how she says it because she's Ethiopian. Um, so it's the M E R E B A lady. It's mm-hmm. Madeba. And so that's how she says her name. Her album okay. is fucking dope. Like we yeah. said, it came out in 2019. All of us niggas, unbeknownst to us, Dude. for yeah. whatever reason, we didn't no know. No marketing. It was not on our radar whatsoever but anyways it's a really good album i liked it a lot um what is it the the only way through the only way is through the jungle or something like that i forgot mm-hmm. I it up. but um very good app no the jungle is the only way out that's what it's called see see that's what happened when you actually look at the shit um other than that i just kind of let my like apple music radio play and so some of the highlights of that was uh kendrick lamar's song fear I always like this song where he talked mm-hmm. about like I beat your ass if this, I beat your ass if that, that all of that shit, or like I probably died. Like his line in there where he said, I probably died, because that's what you do when you're 17. That shit is crazy to me. 
I'm just like, bro, why? <laughs> why <are> you going? <laughs> yeah, stuff that make you go. Hmm. Yeah, you'd be like, damn. Okay, that's why. I, see, and that's why I be asking questions all the time. Like, where the fuck Kendrick get? Like, where is this nigga? I, need more. <laughs> I, I probably die because that's what you do with you're 17. I need some more lines like this so I can be like, ooh, wow, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, absolutely, yeah. I heard that couple of songs from Currency. One of them uh, it's called Billy Ocean. I had forgot about this song. Uh, it's a pretty cool little song. Mm-hmm. Um, Spillage Village, um, Ocean. I think it's Ocean. That's how you say it. Uh, O-S-H-U-N. I know it's one of the Yoruba um, deities, but I don't. I never get the name pronunciations right for the Yoruba faith or Ifa is how mm-hmm. some people say it. Um, that's pretty much it, man. Just just a bunch of little songs here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. I let my shit play. I was like, cool. Do what you do, Apple Music. Like, mm-hmm. play some music that I like type of stuff. But uh, that's pretty much it, man. I didn't see anything new that came out uh, when I did the Browse feature on there. I didn't see, like, no new artists or new albums or anything dropping that I was, like, anticipating or things that was just like, ooh, let me just check this shit out. Um, so that was that. But I'm going to throw it over there to Tommy, man. Tommy, what have you been listening to this week, man? What's been um, in your speakers? Man, this week in my speakers, I think I'm gonna go backwards. Um, I had a little T Pain moment, man. So what? Yeah, bro. I was uh I was on my T Pain kick for a little minute. So I I checked out rapper turn singer, singer, I'm sorry, excuse me. Um, Epiphany by T Pain, those two albums, and then uh, well, before that, I'm going backwards, remember. Gorilla Zoe, Welcome to the Zoo. Um, I started listening to that because for some reason I associate Gorilla Zoe and Keisha Cole together because of that one line. He'd be like, say, I should have cheated or something like that. Um, so, started listening to Gorilla Zoe, which he's bumping, yeah. by the way. Um, before that, I started, uh, I was listening to Dungeon Family. Even in Darkness, that album. Um, one Is of the, the songs, one that had most recently came out. Nah, this nah, one that was the first in two thousand one. Yeah, okay. Um, you remember Transit of the Express? Transit of the Express. I Grab your ticket. Don't get with it. <laughs> that song is on there. Uh, Crooked Booty is on there, man. The Crooked Booty. Hey, it was so jamming. Crooked Booty. Yeah, but if you ain't heard that album, go listen to it, man. It's dope. Um, and then uh, because of the verses. We like, I don't know if it was me and you, Steve. Like, obviously, it was me and Steve, but we was talking about how they are like, they like their music is sad, or Keisha Cole's music was like always about somebody cheating on her or something like that. And then, so I brought up (laughs) Anthony Hamilton and music. And Steve mm-hmm. was like, well, they music is the same. I was like, no, it's not. I didn't say it's the same. I it's said it, it was about the R&B same thing. R&B music be sad as hell. <laughs> not, like, I feel like all her music is about her being cheated on and stuff like that. And so I went back and listened to Anthony Hamilton and Music Soul Child just to see what they are, were singing about and stuff like that. And um, what did you find out? Bro, like, no, nah, they, they're singing about, like, 
okay, Anthony Hamilton singing about being poor, growing up being poor. <laughs> I mean, like, sad. It's, it's sad. Okay, but, I mean, he didn't give you the whole break. Nobody get cheated on. Look, he didn't give you the whole breakdown. No, I didn't. Story. <laughs> it was like, it was like, bad. matter of fact, I'm just going. Nah, I might not be able to get that far back. But it, basically, he was saying he was like, man, Keisha Cole music always, Keisha Cole and Shining music always so sad. It's always either about somebody doing them wrong or cheating on them. He was like. What a, I need some Anthony Hamilton on some music soul child. I was right. like, they music just as sad. And he was like, he was like, no, yeah. it ain't. He was yes, like, we is. he was like me, me and Artika, we danced at our wedding. And I was like, yeah. did you listen to the words? <laughs> Man. Think about Charlene, to, bro. Think about yes. Charlene. Yes. Come on home to me, Charlene. Like right. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you listen to music soul child, the one love that everybody loves so much. Mm-hmm. Like you listen to the lyrics, it is a sad ass song. Most R and B music is sad as hell. Yeah, nah. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> if, if, if we want to jump into it for a second, just a small tangent. Like just just the chords in general from R and B music and gospel music, it's all mm-hmm. sad. Like it's, it's <laughs> never happy music. It's always sad. Like you have happy church songs and shit, but for the most part, the ones that people like really feel, it's sad ass music. It be. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really slow, sad, like, nigga, you need to cry right now. As yeah. Like, think about Mary J. Blige. I think this was an example I used. Yeah. When she got married and got happy, her music was not the same. Everybody was like, no. And then when she got divorced again and, and dropped that and dropped that sad divorce music, she, hey, she was top 10 again. <laughs> R&B is just sad, man. It just is. Nah, I just, you know, I just associated Keisha Cole with like somebody cheating on her, and it's like I just didn't listen to her. Like that, I never got like with the verses. I never got like why was everybody like crazy about her? Like her songs were good because of the beat, but like what she's talking about is somebody cheating on her. Girl, this this literally like the shit is irritating. Not the wild man. It's like every song she made seemed like somebody was cheating on, even though it wasn't. Even though it wasn't. But um, that was my whole point, man. It was like, Girl, I don't listen to her because I feel like she's been cheated, done wrong. So do you listen to Mary J. Black? No. Nah. No. Nah. I don't. Oh, well, first of all, why? <laughs> <laughs> Have yeah. I heard Mary J. Black's music? Yes, of course. Yeah. Am I a fan? Mm, she can sing to me. Mm, well, you know? But, that, but that's about as far I, as it goes. If it's on yeah. the radio, I ain't going to turn it off. But I ain't openly gonna be like, man, I gotta go hear that new Mary J. Blige song. It don't have to be the new song. <laughs> like, <laughs> I ain't gonna be like, man, I gotta go like. that Mary J. Blige Because <laughs> Mary J. Blige's got a lot of fucking hits, bro. She got like, hits, oh, yeah. yeah. I saw a little fake ass meme that said that it was gonna be a versus between her and Tony Braxton. And that's I was like, Tony Braxton has no fucking jazz. That's not real? <laughs> I don't think it's real. Is it? I don't, I don't, I don't think know. so. I didn't know somebody said said anything. Too. I saw it, but I was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Tony Burks and they got no chance. Like, Mary J. Blige got decades of hits. Like, she got to go against like a a Mariah Carey or somebody. Because she got too many. That would be, that would be like, I would be more interested to hear Mariah Carey's early stuff than her later stuff. So, but um, I actually started listening to some jazz. I had a jazz playlist too um, that I started listening to. I was trying to do something, I don't forget. 
And I was like, I just need something in the background. And that helped. So was it like new jazz, old jazz? Man, it was a playlist that said smooth jazz. <laughs> so, <laughs> this nigga all I, know. That's all I got for you. And it worked. It <laughs> had you horns, piano, a harp. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely put me where I needed to be. It was a harp? It was a harp in there, bro. <laughs> so it was heaven music. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. man. But yeah, that's so that's that's pretty much my week, man. Something right. simple and light. That's what's up. That's what's up. Let's uh let's see what Steve got for us today, man. Man, right, smiling man. like you got plenty of shit on the docket. I, I do. So, uh, I I know I know you said G, you didn't see nothing new that came out, but I did, and when I saw it, I was I wasn't too excited, but it was the only thing it was worth. I looked at it looked like it was worth me listening to. So, man, that new Pee Wee Long Way, that okay. Long Way Sinatra too, yo. When I tell you this long way Sinatra 2 is bumping, it's bumping. <laughs> like, he got some stuff on here that um, you probably wouldn't have thought he would have the uh, confidence to do, but he did it. Um, mm-hmm. So, man, he, he's got he's got a rendition of uh, uh, Nobody, the Goody Mob song, Who's That Peeking in My Window. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Bumping, he he laced it. He did his thing, and then um, he's got another record. Ah, crap! I can't remember what the name is. Um, but when you hear it, it's from. It's a sample of uh, I believe his Prince song. It's a Prince song in there, mm-hmm. and yeah, he did his thing. So y'all check out that Long Way Sinatra too, man. Pee Wee Long Way and Cass- uh, Cassius J. It dropped uh, this weekend, and I man, I've been bumping like consistently. Uh, and PB Longway just funny to me anyway. <laughs> just funny to nothing else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, from Pee Wee Longway, man, I hopped over into um for some reason I just I had the urge to listen to Kevin Gates. It's been a long time since I just like listened to his stuff like consistently. Uh I used to listen to him a lot when he first like really dropped. Mm-hmm. And um so man, I looked at it, I listened to his new record power. I like that record a lot. Yeah. I really do. And you've probably seen a lot of people like liking it too. So that's pretty cool uh, record. And then I just went through his essentials, Kevin Gates essentials. And then I, man, I listened to like all the stuff they threw on there from a uh, big gangster, the facts satellite satellites was like one of my favorite songs and neon lights, um, as well as like four 30 and, um, two phones, change lanes, mm-hmm. things like that. So man, I was, man, I was just bumping out to some Kevin Gates, um, from there, man, I ended up on some, I ended up on this whole, uh, actually, hold up. From there, I actually jumped on something else that dropped, which was that young Dolph. So I take that back. It was something else new that I, it, it ain't new, but it's the deluxe version of Rich Slave. Yeah. So that. yeah, that dropped as well. So I checked that out. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, just a couple of extra new songs. So from there, I got a, uh, <clears throat> Sorry about that, y'all. I'm trying to clear my throat here. From there, I got to, I got on the Rick Ross binge. So I jumped from Deeper to Rap to Teflon Don to Mastermind to Hood Billionaire. And uh, I know, like, the general consensus is that 
Deeper Than Rap is is Ross's classic album. Like that was the one. But I, I listened to Teflon Dunn and I was kind of like, I don't know. Teflon Dunn kind of giving, you know, Deeper Than Rap a running from his for his money. Uh, but then I also noticed from there it seemed like, you know, the albums didn't hold up to those two. Um, but they, you know, it's still good albums. It's Ross, period. So from there, man, I jumped on. A, oh, and also my favorite Ross song of all time, Tears of Joy. I'm just going to let you know that right now. That's that's my favorite Ross song of all time, period. Um, and then from there, man, I went on the Gucci Man tip. Yeah, I'd said it. So mm-hmm. I jumped on Trap God and I listened to Trap God like pretty much almost all the way through. And then uh, it was one song we got to and they mentioned um, Slim Duncan. If y'all remember who Slim Duncan is, he was a Brick Squad member uh, who passed. Uh, he was really close to Walker. Um, and I guess he was close to Gucci as well. So he said RP about him. And I was like, dang, man, I listened to Slim Duncan in so many years. So I went and I found uh, some Slim Duncan. And I was surprised that he was Apple on, actually on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. So I listened to Slim Duncan. And I just let it play out from everything he was pretty much featured on from the Ferrari Boys uh, album with Gucci and Walker all the way to um, to his actual uh, mixtape album that he had. So R.I.P. to Slim Duncan, man. <clears throat> and then from there, uh, I actually end up, my wife actually started driving home after that. <laughs> and I fell asleep and I woke up to uh, Outcast Essentials. And <laughs> all it's I know a is pain to wake up to. No, not at all. Uh we was on I woke up to bombs over Baghdad and I was like, Yeah, we rocking out and we was almost home. So <laughs> so it was a pretty good drive, man. Uh pretty good ride to a bunch of music. And yeah, man, it was pretty good. Pretty good. I heard that new Asante uh single as well. Because uh, I hopped on the Beast one, uh, you know, the Apple Music Radio one, and the Deska had a show going on, so mm-hmm. I threw on, you know, the R and B show for a sec, and uh, they played that Ashanti single. I don't remember the name of it, but it was whatever she was talking about in the verses. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all right. So, yeah, but other than that, man, that pretty much rounds out my week, man. That pretty much rounds out my week. Never disappointed. Never at all. Nope. Oh man, I appreciate you. Always, oh, give me a chance. You always get the got the music that you know. You be like, damn. Let me go listen to this. Let me go listen to that. Mm-hmm. Be over here taking notes and shit. Yeah, man, that's the that's the, yeah. that's the that's the that's the goal, man. That's the goal. <clears throat> so I'm happy about that. Yeah, I'm gonna throw this phone over here. You say what? <laughs> I threw my phone over the side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's a that's a good little list though, man. One day my list will will, will get better. Yeah, than that. It's a process, right? Yeah, man, y'all talking like y'all list don't be good, man. My, my I'm, I'm sometimes, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Sometimes it be on, but then sometimes I just be like, shit, I ain't listening to no music all week. Yeah, that's what be happening. Yeah. I be at work, working and shit. The mm-hmm. the weeks when I'm actually like at work writing reports and shit, I listen to more music. But when mm-hmm. I gotta like see kids and shit, no. I don't like oh yeah, like it's like sitting there talking to them. When it's when it's like I'm I'm trying to edit a video or, mm-hmm. or like edit some podcasts and stuff like that. It's like I can't listen to music while I would be in a creative space. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and so it's it's like 
I try to find that creative space, like when I'm trying to actually like do something with my hands or whatnot. So, yeah, I guess the only reason I can do is because, uh, you know, I do a lot of driving because yeah. I show homes and stuff. Right. Yeah. So I have that little time to throw yeah. something on, do the car Hell test. No. My commute <laughs> to work ain't, but five, ten minutes. <laughs> I can uh, play like two songs. Yeah, my, commute to, <laughs> my commute to work is like, 15 steps to my office. So uh, right. <laughs> it's, it's no. just different, man. I miss being able to drive more and play actual songs. My, yeah. my sister was telling me that because uh, for a while she wasn't working. She was just going to school. And she just started back working at this place in Memphis. And it's like across a town from her. And she mm-hmm. was like, bro, I really like it because I can actually listen to music. And I was like, yeah, I said, it's cool when you can drive 20 to 30 minutes to actually play some shit instead of like you going to the store and you just play like two songs. And yeah. That's it. yeah. <laughs> but there it is. is. definitely a helpful thing. Helpful tool to get you through the day. Yeah. So, that's the week. Um, there you go. How we going to get started, man? How y'all want to talk about first, man? Man, so much news out here, man. Just hop up and let's get started with the obvious. The elephant in the room. What's the elephant? Lil Wayne and Kodak getting parted. <laughs> yeah, so I got a um, <laughs> yeah. So I got an article up. It's on allhiphop.com. And the caption says, Kodak Pla- Kodak Black. I was gonna say plaque. Uh <laughs> Kodak Black um pardoned by President Trump with help from Gucci. Uh, Lil Yachty and Lil Pump. So, Lil Pump, yeah, yeah. Um, it said Kodak was one of the hundred people, uh, President Trump pardoned on his final day in office today as President of the United States. Uh, I'm so glad that's over. And, oh, excuse me. So, you know, of course, Wayne and Kodak, but it seems like specifically. Um, a number of people supported Kodak, Kodak's release, including uh, Pastor Darrell Scott, Rabbi, I can't place the name, but Kaplan, Bernie Kirkman, Hunter Pollock, Gucci Man, Lil Pump, Lil Yachty, Lamar, it said Lamar Jackson, <laughs> uh, Jack Brewer, formerly of the National Football League, and uh, numerous other notable uh, community leaders. So, man, this is, uh, this is pretty interesting. Uh, the fact that you know you got the support and I guess you know Trump actually did it because I was pretty surprised that he actually did it at least surprised for Kodak wasn't that surprised for Wayne but I was very surprised that uh, he did it for Kodak Kodak so yeah Kodak was kind of random to me (laughs) I was like Trump and Kodak right that's (laughs) the same thing I said last week too then my nigga Joe Exotic couldn't even get no party. Right. Man, I saw this funny man. meme. I saw this funny meme of Squidward in the house looking yeah. out the window at, <laughs> at SpongeBob and and, uh, uh, and Patrick, and it was yeah. like Joe Exotic when he realized he wasn't getting party. They said Joe Exotic <laughs> ordered a limo. I seen it. Uh, <laughs> it was on the news here. They had a picture of the limo. It was like a a, a pickup truck for real. Yeah. yeah. Yo, that's. Hilarious. Mm. Uh, you know, it sucks that he's not that. He, I mean, it sucks for him because he doesn't get pardoned. But 
you know, it's, it's like, I wonder if, and this is just me, uh, I wonder if, um, if he just figured that due to his, uh, him being, of course, uh, white, due to his white privilege that he was just like, hey, if you're going to release Wayne and Kodak, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're going to release me. And then it doesn't right. happen. I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it, that was his thought process. I think it was more so of his, due to me being so popular now, I deserve to be free just like those guys. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm wondering if, like, you know. It wasn't because he was white. <laughs> well, hey, uh, you, you know how people think these days. He didn't get pardoned, though. No, nah, he didn't get pardoned. still in jail, but that man was in jail on, like, Conspiracy to commit murder and shit. Like, yeah. I don't know if you're getting pardoned for that, my nigga. <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> not at all. I think it has to be a certain type of. Um, so you have to have like, a, is it like nonviolent charges? Nah, it's, it's because it? the president. If the president wants to pardon you for whatever you did, yeah, he can pardon you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's like it's no, it's no. Like, nah, you can only pardon these people. Nah, he can pardon whoever he wants to. Mm, That's why he waited to the last day. So, you know, ain't nobody really just talking about, oh, well, he did this and this is controversial and all this stuff. So, um, because he was still thinking about pardoning himself. But, well, he doesn't have any uh, violent crimes either, though, even if he was. So I was, I, I, I'm going to have to look into that because mm-hmm. I was wondering Joe Exotic. Uh, no, Trump was going to try oh, to pardon okay. himself. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, hell no, nah, that might. <laughs> he set a whole thing on fire with some animals in it. That's right. as violent yeah, as you can do. Exotic, man. That's what I'm wondering if, because uh, I, I thought I heard something about, you know, if it was like non violent offenses and not. You know, so I don't you know. know something that uh and I just saw this. I don't know where where it was. I think it was on Complex. They were talking about um Boosie was upset that um C murder didn't get pardoned. Hmm. And I feel like if anybody should have been fighting for somebody to get pardoned, would have been C murder. Hmm. Just because like I don't believe it was it was something funny about his case. Um and I don't know if they was like had figured out that he didn't do it or didn't get a fair trial. It was one of them, one of the two. So I thought he would be if if he was gonna look at rappers like after the fact, if you were gonna look at rappers, that would have been one rapper to look at to actually, you know, look into partying. Um, especially, you know, looking at the case and how it was handled and everything like that. So um, I kind of expected Lil Wayne to get pardoned. Yeah, after that stunt he pulled. Yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. I mean, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get that. Um, Kodak Black, like I said last week, that was a shock to me. It's like, Kodak Black too? Oh, okay. Um, and like I asked last week, man, I just wonder how this affects their careers going forward. Like I don't I don't really think it has a big factor to their career or anything like that. But I wanted to do Trump be like feel like they owe him now. You know what I'm saying? Like that way they gonna help them do. <laughs> Bruh, we never know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Anything, man. 
But um, no, nah, I'm glad that it, you know, that they were able to get pardoned. Um, I just hope that they stay out of trouble and continue to make good music, man. Um, you can't be upset with somebody that got pardoned from somebody, you know. I just feel like the pardons that he did was kind of abused, you know, where like would have been awesome if he would have said people that got put in jail for nonviolent uh, marijuana crimes, you know, like how Chicago did or mm-hmm. Illinois. I don't want to just put it on Chicago, but how Illinois, uh, what they call expunged or erased everybody's yeah. uh, drug charge, uh, marijuana charge. That would have yeah. been, that would have been a make sense pardon. You know, it took some time to make sure that everybody, you know, that was, that should be a part of it is a part of it. But I mean, come on, man. So you got to like, that's the thing about the pardons for me. It's like you have an opportunity to help somebody actually change their life and you don't really take it. You really kind of help your friends and your buddies out, you know, in hopes that they help you out. Well, there's no like, <clears throat> there's little limitations when they pardon. So, you know, it don't, you know, whatever makes sense to to them to do it is why they do it. Uh, now I'm trying to do some research on it too, because there are actual qualifications for people to get pardoned. Because um, it says only, it says under the constitution, only federal criminal convictions, mm-hmm. such as those, yeah. uh, and I, I'm sure I'm gonna butcher it. Well, adju- ad- adjudicated. I ain't gonna try to pronounce that. Adjudicated. Word. Yeah, adjudicated mm-hmm. in the United States District Court may be pardoned by the president. So hmm. they just have to like he has pardon um, privileges over federal cases, but that's literally the only limitation. Like because that's a, that's the yeah, thing. Other than that, it has to be the state level. Yeah, if like if, if the state. Like that's that's the thing with Trump is like he can get in trouble uh, with the state of New York. Like he has to worry about the states coming yeah. after him. But federally, if he pardoned himself, federally nobody could touch him. Yeah, you know. But nobody, like no other president has, other than Bill Clinton, has used the uh, pardons to like help friends and family. You know, so I don't know, man. But Lil Wayne and Kodak Black, that Kodak Black thing came out of nowhere, though, man. <laughs> it was like, okay, all right, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it really, I don't know because it, it really, people, it started out as a joke. People have been saying it for a while. Like, I mean, Plies even said it. He, you know, it was a, it was really a joke that I guess turned into reality. Yeah. So it wasn't totally left field. Uh, yeah. But. But it's just yeah. no connection to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Huh? I, I mean, didn't, I didn't connection see, is probably. I didn't see the connection or, you know, I for a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it really has to be. Well, obviously, we know it didn't have to be one, but. Yeah. Um, it's just, I was just like, mm. I know some people had, I had heard that some people were like calling for him to be released, but it was just like, why would he do that? You I know? think we put too much thought in things. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just as simple as somebody asked and some people agreed. Like, like yeah, all right, but yeah, yeah. it was like, all right, we got you. You know, I mean, shoot, it's a chance to keep Trump's name out there. Yeah. You know he's gonna say something about it. I hope that nigga just disappears. Like he, he stops <laughs> being in the news because I haven't heard anything about him in Nobody has. I mean, so I'm like, please just go away, bro. I'll stop like, watching the news like I was. Man. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, man, we in better back hands now. Yeah, like, it's I ain't got to watch this no more. <laughs> Thank you for this boring-ass news. We oh, appreciate man. <laughs> Tell me about the... I'm waiting on student loans and stimulus checks, man. Yeah, that's yeah. the only things I'm waiting on right now. Like, um, drop that shit. But then, you know... As, and and a little bit more of some Trump related news. Uh, so, <laughs> someone flying a plane, and let me get this right. Uh, plane flies over uh, Marilago, 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 with a ban- yeah, Marilago, with a banner uh, that says that Trump worst president ever. Them folks did it, Joe They came to his house and flew over there, <laughs> flew over it, and told him Trump worst president ever. Um, which I thoroughly agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so that's awesome. Um, and some other news. Uh, America's skin is out. People go watch it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, go do yeah. it. Yeah. Do it right there. So we'll that's it. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Because we ain't gonna talk about it no more. Uh, also, uh, one night in Miami is out. So that's a fire. Oh, yeah, too. That's a good. Absolutely. I'm actually gonna watch that like probably tonight. Please sure. I watched it earlier today. It's good. Yeah, I watched it last week. Super straight. Um, <clears throat> something that's interesting that I really don't like that's going on um, is that courts are beginning to prey on rappers and their lyrics, which, man, I'm going to be perfectly honest. That's, man, that's trash, you know? Uh, I hate that they're doing that and they're going to start using rappers' lyrics to get convictions. Uh, man, what's y'all thoughts on it? Especially UG as a as a rapper, I feel that, um, like the you know is the freedom you, you're taking away that freedom of speech, uh, and freedom to produce something artistically, because just because you're rapping about it don't mean that you did it, and you know we've seen that time and time again. So, man, I want both of y'all thoughts on that, man. Uh, Starting with G, when they're using it to to like to like get convictions and stuff in court when they're already in court or are you saying like they're using it as a way to target them for um, presumed crimes? Um, so I think it's a little bit of uh, both because here um, in October 2017, Lawrence, um, um, I hope I don't butcher your last name, Montego, a Maryland man incarcerated while awaiting trial for a murder and gun-related charge wrapped a verse containing the following uh, over a jail phone to a friend. And uh, according to the court records, it's saying that uh, um, I guess they're going to try to use that against him <laughs> as he waits for trial. So he hadn't even made it to trial. And this is uh, regarding the whole thing about uh, I guess it's a, yeah, uh, I believe it's a murder, yeah, murder charge or whatever. So, yeah, uh, that and then I don't know if there's an instant of I'm trying to see if there's an example within this of him of them using it to 
uh, well, it'll be, yeah, pretty much before court and actually using it in court to uh, get a conviction. Because this here is in 1994, California, prosecutors introduced written lyrics found in uh, Santa, uh, Santa Ana, uh, in Santa Ana, man, Francisco Moore's home to tie him to the city's Southside F Troops gang in an attempt to put street gangs enhancements on his sentence for second degree murder. So yeah, it's actually both. Cause you know, you got one guy that's waiting for trial and then you got another guy who they pretty much used his lyrics to tie him to something to add more to him to get more conviction. Uh, which sucks. Cause I think they used that. They tried to use that against Boosie as well. When he was going through his murder trial, they tried to introduce lyrics into his case as well. But as we know, the result of he ended up uh, beating that and getting, getting up out of there. But what, what's your, what's your take on that? Um, I don't know. I'm not really sure. It's it's still not quite clear in my head, like how that works. So I'm not really sure what I think about it. Um, I don't know. Uh, like, I want to say, like, don't talk about shit that you don't want to be held accountable for. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, I feel like that's like a cardinal rule as a, a writer, period. It's like, don't write shit down that you don't want to be held accountable for. Don't. And then as a rapper, somebody who uses their voice, um, don't say things out loud. <laughs> that you don't want to be held accountable for. <laughs> like, shit, us as podcasters, like, there's if we said something on here, and then one day they tried to come back and be like, we heard that you said that uh, when Donald Trump got COVID, Greg, that you wished, <laughs> like, that was it for him. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I can say that because I'm comfortable with niggas coming and asking me that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, like, if y'all don't want people asking y'all that, then don't, don't say, say it. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you don't want to be held accountable for it? Then don't say that shit. Don't say it. Just thinking that it's like thinking that you can control what happens once you say it. Like, mm-hmm. it it's just like once you post something on the internet, it's like it's there for it. Like you can't mm-hmm. you can't stop it. It's gone. Can't take it back. Like, you know, always out. say, yeah. Once you post it, it's no longer yours. Yeah, it's not uh, your shit no more. Now, it's the, not now the internet no can do with it as they please. They can take yeah. their John and just spread it like wildfire. So yeah, if you don't want that stuff to be used against you, I would say don't yeah. don't write it down or don't say it, I guess. As far as like thinking about it from the other side, from like the prosecutors, like should that be possible? I mean, should that be um allowed? Uh I guess that's a part of them doing their job because it's like, it's a lot of niggas that rap that some of their closest homies don't even know they rap. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if the if the prosecutor dug in and figured out that you rap and then went the next step to like dig into your lyrics, like you slick gotta be happy. That's a fan. <laughs> Dissecting your shit. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> like, come on, bro. I don't know what else to say to that. <laughs> I guess from the artistic standpoint, uh, that's the only part that bothers me is that I, you know, I agree with you. Like, be careful what you say. Um, but like from an artistic standpoint, if you're, you know, given this visual, like, you know, we watch scary movies 
and we see some <laughs> some incredible stuff on scary movies, and you're giving this visual. Oh shoot, man! We think of like we think of uh, Eminem, who can give an incredible visual about throwing a female in the back of the trunk mm-hmm. and taping them out. Like, you know, it's, it's like clearly, you know, it, from a standpoint, you're like, nah. It, clearly, he hasn't done it. But given that picture, and then it's like taken and used against you, but it's not accurate. Then poses something pretty interesting I guess like kind of a little bit of a uh, yeah unfair I guess battle with it so the artistic part is the only part that concerns me because then when do we when you know then what then was the rules on artistic you know expression because there's a lot of people painting shit with that doesn't have heads on it. <laughs> but, you know, you arrest them and you're not pulling their painting in saying, hey, you painted this with no head. I think you decapitated this lady. We're going to convict you, you know? Uh, so that's my only part that kind of bothers me about it. But I do uh, completely agree. Like, you might need to be careful what you say, especially if it's something that is an actual, you know, yeah. it's like when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. Uh, that's tell me exactly what's your take what on that, is. man? <laughs> that's exactly what it is when keeping it real goes wrong like you can't you can't like at like I don't understand I don't agree with if I rapped about stealing this cup right stole this cup and uh like nobody knew I stole that cup until I rapped about it and then the police come because I stole this cup you know what I'm saying nah mm-hmm. you shouldn't be able to do that but if there's a report if I'm in court because of a stolen cup and then all of a sudden you hear these these you know what i'm saying yeah. like if i'm in the act of being prosecuted for a crime yeah and you yeah. hear my lyrics i have to defend those lyrics it could be i heard a story it could be i was thinking about something it could be x y and z but i would have to defend those lyrics of uh you know of that I ain't saying like like basically don't be out here saying hey I rob and I kill and I steal and blase this and blase that and then you actually sitting out here doing that yeah and you I get feel like caught it's the same as like a wiretap on your phone yeah it's like it's, it's the exact same thing don't volunteer it's just a information man version of your voice <laughs> saying what you did it's right. like come on bro if you actually did it don't say it right but if you didn't do it for real man yeah go ahead have yeah. fun with the shit you get your M&M on but right. like if if you doing this shit if, if Tommy really stole the cup right and they looking uh, for the nigga who stole the cup and then they hear that he stole the cup about this stole the cup like come man, on bro it just made their job easy for them they're like alright that's shit, all you need. have to investigate that's all you gotcha. did. Just made it easy for him, man. Absolutely. Don't volunteer information. <clears throat> Good. So I, I guess we kind of all in agreement. <laughs> Be careful what you do. Right. Um, quickly, man. Um, the Complex put out a um, top this year's top 20, 20 and 20 list, rapper list. Uh, did any of y'all see that? Check it out. The 20 best nah, rappers in their 20s this year. No, I, I didn't, didn't see, see it. Let me see who's on this list. Complex. So, 
I'm gonna give the top five and I'm gonna give the bottom five because we'll be going on forever uh, in the middle. And this might be a cause for a whole nother discussion at a later date. But uh, let me give you the bottom five first and, and let me know what you think. So uh, number 20, man, is Jack Harlow. Um, at number 19, we got Baby Kim. At number 18, Joey Badass. Number 17, we got Corday. Joey Badass, only 25. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy, right? Feel like he's been around way longer. Yeah. Like this nigga been out for a long time. Yeah. Um, at number 16, we got 42 Doug. And number 15, we got Denzel Curry. That nigga hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm a, I'm gonna give you the top five. Uh, just so we can, you know, move along here. So at top five, at number one, at number one is Lil Baby. And then number two, we got Lil Uzi Vert. Number three, we're looking at Rowdy Rich. Number four is Meg. And number five is 21 Savage. I like the drawings too. The sketches are dope. Um, So it's a pretty interesting list. Um, that's my only thing like I'm kind of like I don't know about Uzi being number two Um, but you know with that list man you think they spot on or y'all no (laughs) Tommy said no no little baby and little baby and Joey Badass are the same age (laughs) that's a fucking trip wow That's like how little Uzi Vert get at number two? Who's in between? Is my question. Like Roddy Rich is a better rapper than Lil Uzi Vert to me. All right, yeah. Well, let's go. I'll do the number. I'll do in between real quick. Um, so at number six, so we'll go six to uh six to fourteen, I guess. At number six, man, young thug. So we got thug at six. At number seven, we got Tyler the Creator. Um at number eight, we got Gunner. At number nine, we got Travis Scott. At number 10, we got the baby. At number 11, we got a uh, young boy, never broke again, NBA young boy. Um, but of course, you can't use the NBA anymore. At number 12, we got Cardi B. They should, I don't, I don't know about her sketch. They just look crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she looks like uh, yeah. Sesame Street character. <laughs> yeah, they could have done better with her sketch. But hey. We love you, though, Carter. At number 13, man, we got Polo G. At number 14, we got Lil Dirt. Yeah. Number 15, of course, with Denzel Curry. So that's all your in-betweens. No. Uh, you said no? I don't no. like it. <laughs> I don't. Like, it's trash, man. Lil Baby. I, okay, I agree with Lil Baby. I don't agree with Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, Roddy Rich, I'll probably push him back. Megan the Stallion, I'll push her back. 21 Savage, he's okay. I'll probably put um, Gunna and the baby in the top five. That's me. Mm. Or Corday. I forgot about him. He was on there too. I'll put Corday in the top five and probably I listened take- to a Corday song the other day. And I was upset because I was like, why well, I don't hear nothing about this nigga no more. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's weird, right? He, he like, just kind of disappeared. Like yeah. it, it was a new song, but I was like, I don't hear anything about this dude anymore. Like he took the YBN off the front of his name and everybody just like forget who he was. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of weird. Um, well, who would you move around, Greg? 
Uh, I can't even really say because a lot of these niggas I don't know that well. Um, like, I don't know who Baby Keem is. Um, I'm not very familiar with uh, 42 Doug's music. I'm not very familiar with Lil Durk's music, Gunner's music. I only know one album from Polo G. Mm-hmm. Cardi B has one album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you would think she would have more than one, bro. Man, young boy never broke again. Like I don't know his music very well. If I made a list of using these twenty people that they have, it would just look like who do you know the best, Greg? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be who is the best. It would just be like which one of these people are you familiar with? That's what it would be. And if that was the case, Lil Uzi Vert would still be somewhere in the top because I know who he is. But mm-hmm. like the other people, it's like. Mm-hmm. And even the, the it's some of the people on there that I do know, like Travis Scott. I just ain't never really been a fan of Travis Scott, and so like he can stay where the fuck he at at uh, <laughs> number nine, <laughs> uh, unless I felt like I knew more people than that. Uh, Tyler gotcha. the Creator, I know who he is, so he would stay somewhere there. Young Thug, of course, I know who he is, so he could stay at six. Twenty One Savage could stay there. Megan could stay where she at. Roddy Rich has had a big year just last year, so I know who he is. Uh, yeah, this still is a 2020, so yeah, yeah, like, this is last year's list. Yeah, and I would probably leave uh, Little Baby somewhere close to the top because Little Baby is actually just actually good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. even outside of me not knowing these other people, I know Little Baby really good at what he does. Um, gotcha. And the baby, like you said, Tommy, like I might put him a little bit higher. He can really rap. Yeah, like he's pretty good. He had he has a lot of star power and he can rap really well. I don't know why he would be so far down. I think it's a opinion based too. Like this, like all the lists are always opinion yeah. based. Mm-hmm. So it's it's what your ear likes or you know your taste in the rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the thing. But that's why I'm so like, yeah, Lil Uzi Vert probably be closer to the nineteen and twenty to me. Gotcha. Yeah, it says. As rap has evolved, the definition of being the best rapper has expanded as well. Mastering lyricism and flow is still very important, but it's not everything. To be the best, you also need to be innovative, understand how to craft complete songs, and bring a fresh style to the table. So that's what their criteria, I guess, is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I lost a little respect for Lil Uzi Vert when uh, he, uh, the Corvette dude, Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 It's, like it's hard to be, like, for me, it's hard to like look at him and be like, "Bro, how you just gonna?" Like, first off, you didn't even talk to the dude. You was just telling him he need to take the song, take your verse off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Based off of somebody else's findings, like you don't even know if it's real or not. Says a lot about you, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a about- lot about you. Right. Um, so. For me, I'll move it was a very back just because I don't remember what his impact was last year. Uh he did drop the thing with um with future that we kind of agreed wasn't as hot as we thought that he it dropped should his have own been. album too. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I just kind of moved Uzi Vert back. Uh me personally, I would move Travis Scott to the number two spot. I think Travis Scott. Had an amazing year last year. Um, I mean, the man was featured in Fortnite. Innov- innovatively, yeah, the man had like, a bomb had a whole, year. 
He had a whole <laughs> crazy concert in Fortnite. He dropped his, they dropped the, um, his documentary, which was crazy, which I want to say that was last year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had some incredible songs last year. Like, really, I, I'll keep Baby at number one, but I, I would probably put Travis Scott at number two. Yeah. Uh, Thug, I would keep him at six. 21 Savage, I would, I would actually put him at four, and I would put Meg at five. Uh, Roddy Rich, I would keep him at three. Uh, I would move Uzi back to the, the position of Travis Scott. I would keep Tyler Creator where he's at. He had a pretty, he he did something pretty good. Gunner, I would keep where he's at. He he was on some really hot tracks with with uh, with Lil Baby. He did he dropped and he dropped his album last year as well, which was it did pretty well. So I leave him at eight. And um, let me see, let me see. Come on, don't start freezing on me now. Uh, so I would put Uzi at nine. Um, actually, I put Uzi at eleven. I will I will move uh, NBA Youngboy up to ten, and I will move the baby down to number nine. Um, Cardi, I don't remember her doing anything last year. Oh, well, she had WAP. She had WAP. <laughs> yeah, she had WAP. Uh, so I leave Cardi where she at because uh, that was huge. Polo G new on the scene, man. I was digging what he had. He's fine where he's at. Uh, Lil Dirt, man, I go back and forth with Lil Dirt. I think. I think Lil Dirk finally getting back to being the Lil Dirk that I like. That's just me being selfish. But the other stuff that he did, I wasn't too much of a fan of. So and I could keep him. Now, I would move him up a little further. Um, I move 42 Doug down to where Dirk is. I put Dirk up there at 16. I leave Denzel Curry where he's at. Um, Corday's dope. Uh, shoot, I just leave him where he at for now. Uh, Joy Badass, I leave where he at. Baby Kim, I leave what? Actually, I moved Baby Kim to 20. I moved Jack Harlow to 19. Yeah. That's how I would switch up the list, basically. <laughs> so that's just my opinion on a, on a real quick, quick uh, glimpse of scam. So. Yeah, people need to quit with these fucking lists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's for real. laughs> just like who you like, you ain't got to rank order, motherfuckers, because it's. It's hard. It's hard, it's hard to, to, to rank yeah. them, and then you yeah. always like people never gonna agree with you. Mm-hmm. You know, not on your complete list. Mm-hmm. Hell no. You know, I just leave it as fun. Yeah, something fun to do. Just nobody yeah, take it right. personal. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, is people who take it personal. Right. That's the issue. Either the publication like, how wants to be like the end all, be all, or the person featured on it wants to fight everybody because they yeah. were number one. What, so, what you doing putting him here? He ain't number one. But just, oh, yeah. man, be quiet. Shut up. I just <laughs> like to do it do it for fun. But, man, that's yeah. silly, man. Um, yeah. Quick question, man. What's y'all feelings on salt and pepper? Like, as a group? Yeah. Like, like the group. Like, in what direction? Like, like just, is it okay just, if I say they one of the greatest female groups of all time? That's fine. The- that's fine. I'm not going to argue with you <laughs> <laughs> about your feeling. Well, I was just trying to see where we're going with it. Yeah, but like <laughs> I bring it up because I just watched the Salt and Pepper uh, biopic. Ain't that what they call them? Yeah, yeah. I just watched that, which is is dope. Um, by the way, and <laughs> the first thing y'all gonna talk about me, man. I hate, I hate that y'all talk. I give y'all the gas to talk about me, but <laughs> you keep doing it though. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Um, 
I said to my wife, I was like, man, for a long time, I thought they was an R&B group. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) For a very long time, I thought they was R&B. I didn't pay attention to the fact that um, they rapped. And and Artika was like, (laughs) Artika was like, they, uh, you know, she don't think they get there. Just do. And that's what prompted me to tell her that. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, no, they don't. They absolutely do not, and and it's because of people like me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, what was you listening to? Just the chords? Well, we yeah, did just have a whole discussion like, shoot, about shoot there. You know that part. We just, uh, we and I just, just never paid discussion. attention to the, the fact that they rapped. I wasn't a huge fan of Salt and Pepper. I mean, you was young, so you right. didn't be too big of a fan, right? <laughs> But, <laughs> and it's not I, like I was yeah. like, man, I need to go back and talk and, and listen to their music. Nah, I wasn't trying to. No. Um, but yeah, so I just watched that. And it's dope. If I know you guys haven't watched it yet. So when you get a shot, go back and check it out, man. I think they did a really, really good job at picking the, the girls to uh, portray them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they got that, that down perfect. Um, and just the stuff you learned about them. Um, mm-hmm. especially for me because I didn't know that. Um, I think it's it's a perfect picture um for them and it tells their story. It's pretty dope. It's cool, man. And stuff. So that's why I wanted to know what was y'all thoughts on on them as a group. Because they don't get there just due as a hip hop no. group. <laughs> no, they don't. I mean, I knew they were rappers. <laughs> yeah, I did know that. <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew they were rappers, and they had, you know, going back listening to what, like everybody talks about, you know, Kim and them, Kim and them really introduced that raunchy stuff. But if you go back and listen to Salt and Pepper stuff, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> it was it was already there. Yeah. All these manifesting until it, like, you know, Kim got yeah. a little more detail, but it was yeah. already there. And you know, what I'm saying they was really dope at it. They was holding their own while you know they was in the midst of other like male groups that yeah. were fire as well. So <clears throat> yeah, like I, you know, I don't know why they don't get there. Just do it doesn't make you know because I can give it to them all day because. I was I was pretty attentive, but I was such a hip hop head even in the younger days because I fell in love with it at such a young age that I could see the value in what they were. I mean, they had a major single in a time where it was it was rough. And like looking at the history of females in hip hop, you know, mm-hmm. you normally you get one a year. <laughs> you know, one woman, the princess who's running running it with the guys, you know, even when, you know, that trend of like Rockefeller, like everybody had just one female on the roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Rockefeller did, uh, Murder Inc. did, even though Murder Inc. kind of had two if we uh, count Charlie Baltimore. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, going on from that. So, man, I, I remember them getting down on some stuff and they could really go. So I have no problem saying that they're like, you know, saying that they're one of, if if not the, because um, they really laid that groundwork and that foundation for it. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah. I'm trying to think of another like it's female not another group. group. It's not or one. duo. Uh, City Girls. Well, yeah. Well, that's now. now but there was some... It's 2021 now. Right. Yeah, there were some others. They just, you know, they weren't as big. I think of like uh I'm trying to think of who though. Crime like Marla a specific name. Diamond and Princess. Yeah. But they got Diamond and Princess. Quartet. 
Um, yeah, but still, like that's the that's that's the only other thing I can think of. <laughs> it's like who else was rapping in a group? Who's the female outcast? He's trying to do a quick search. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before before here we go. Yeah. Let me see if this is correct. Because I don't know if this one right here is correct. Nah, but they had they had oh, a lot of stuff dope, man. That was dope about them. So yeah, it's just a lot that a lot of them that we don't know about. Um Yeah, I'm sure they wasn't the only ones that ever existed, but as far as like being popularized, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any other like really popular mm-hmm. women of uh, hip hop groups or duo, shit or trio. Shit, TLC, TLC. I was gonna say you can say TLC, but but they was a, they, they was a R and B group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they was the future, maybe what, and maybe that's why it's like hard to think of of a women hip hop groups because women are more known for singing. Mm-hmm. As far as like being popularized, they they normally do this the singing route. Mm-hmm. I just thought about it. TLC was like immature before immature. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Because they had two <laughs> people sing. They had some singers, and then you know you got Left Eye, who's a rapper, mm-hmm. or who could rap and mm-hmm. sing. Yeah, she added that that extra in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, you know what? That may be a good topic for for another show, because uh, there was a group way before Salt and Pepper, which they uh, they were presented by the Sugar Hill uh, by Sugar Hill presents the sequence. So there was an actual yeah, there was a group. So I gotta go through. I'm gonna go through and do my research. Cause I know there was a couple more. Um, it just you know they weren't mainstream popularized are that big. So well salt and pepper was huge. Yeah, that record was huge too. Yeah. Still is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They still <laughs> touring, man. That's the cool part about couple it. Couple of them actually. Yeah. So that way yeah. I just wanted to know what y'all thoughts were. Go check it out. Um yeah I'm gonna definitely watch it. Yeah. Check that out if y'all haven't checked it out. So it that comes on. It just came Lifetime. out this week, didn't it? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. So it comes out. It it was on Lifetime. So go back and check that out. Um, maybe maybe we should review it. Hmm. We can if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> we supposed to be re- reviewing Jam Southern. We don't do it. What about uh, African American Museum? What is this called? The African. African American Museum in Na- music museum in Nashville has, oh. has opened or is opened. I didn't. Dang, I literally no, don't know about that. January thirtieth. Marco been talking about that for a minute. Yeah, <coughs> that's something yeah. I actually want to go check out, man. So January thirtieth, it opens, and it's a uh, museum in Nashville. Oh, the National. Museum of African American Music. Yeah, that's the that's the name. Okay. National Museum of African American Music. Um, Fuck did they pick Nashville? That's why I was wondering too. Like, why Nashville, Nashville is a music city? But it's usually like For country white folks. Music. <laughs> that's not that's not a good placement for that to me. I think that's I mean, a, it's gonna bring a lot of folks to the city for sure. Yeah, it, it'll bring people there to come and see the museum and shit. But I'm like. 
how you how you come to how you think of Tennessee, and then you go, oh, we're gonna put it in Nashville. That's where all the black <laughs> artists in Tennessee came from. They I came wonder from why not Memphis. Yeah, like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely. I don't wonder why not Memphis. I know why not Memphis. Because, yeah, but still, like no. <laughs> and it, it's it's from a, a you know. Like it is like you can say that about also, you know, they got the rock and roll one here too. Uh but you know, this place is more of country music and gospel. So <clears throat> you know, it's it just uh with Nashville booming like it is, yeah. I mean we finna we finna get an MGM for <laughs> you know, it is really? is yeah. They're building the MGM downtown. Wow. Yeah. Like the casino? I don't know. It's, it's not, I doubt it's going to be a casino, but the actual hotel with the space. Agreement. With uh, Mississippi and Arkansas, that they can't do that shit. Yeah. No, nah, it's not going to be the casino. <laughs> uh, but with it being, you know, the event space and all of that, it's going to be the MGM hotel, just mm, minus the it. casino. Um, but, you know, with the boom that Nashville has had, uh, it kind of makes sense. I mean, it's been corn music city for so long. So yeah. I get it. Uh, would I prefer to have it somewhere like Atlanta? Yes. Uh, <laughs> or New York or, or even Memphis. Um, absolutely. But I mean, uh, yeah. I could have seen it doing it in Atlanta. That would have made sense to me. Yeah. yeah. That would make sense to a lot of people, especially in the South. The Yeah. Basically, Atlanta's the place to go. Yeah. For the South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nashville. <laughs> so um when it opens, uh I'm on the site now. Um some things to to jot down for folks that want to attend. Uh there are tickets. Um adult tickets, sixteen to six, uh sixty-four would be about twenty-five dollars. Seven to seventeen, gonna be about thirteen fifty, so roughly half. Uh, children less than seven this must free. Be a pretty big place. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at it. Uh, let me see. Yeah, while we're saying you students, eighteen dollars and seventy five cents. Yeah, and then you got your seniors who are about who are gonna have eighteen dollars seventy five cents, so six five plus. Uh, but yeah, Saturday, January thirtieth. Looks like. Uh, schedule date or whatever. So yeah, go check it out. Uh, that's crazy. I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about it at all. Look like Jimi Hendrix gonna be on the front of it. Mm. Mm. I definitely want to check it out, man. Um, you know, me and the wife and the baby probably take a trip some point in time. Check it out so we can all bash it and be like, they have this in there. It's trash. I don't want to bash it. I want it. I, I want it to be great. I want it to be awesome. Just because it's in Nashville. <laughs> I want like, it to bro. be awesome because I mean, like you think about it like this: the people that actually brought that to the city, that's a big accomplishment for them. That is a big accomplishment. That is a Thank huge you, accomplishment. Trying to make me feel guilty where I will not. <laughs> you should. You <laughs> I should. will not. I will not. <laughs> I will take every opportunity to shit on Nashville. <laughs> Man, but that's, I mean, that's that's big news. Um, yeah, it is. Congratulations to them. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't wait to see it, man, just because I'm curious to see what they got in there. You know, um, it's so much history in, in, yeah. in Memphis, which 
when I first heard about it and that, that it was going to be in Nashville, I was like, why not Memphis? You know what I'm saying? If Tennessee, why not Memphis? But, because Memphis is not the darling child of Tennessee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever go to Memphis, man, one museum I would say check out is Stacks. Yeah. Like that was a dope museum that we went to, man. Uh, along with all the other museums, but Stacks Museum was was pretty dope. I learned something. So um hopefully this this museum, um National, what is it again? National um National Museum of African American Museum. Uh, yeah, it's uh, hopefully yeah. it's really good and uh I'm sure it'll be cool. You know, awesome for people to visit and stuff like that. When we go, we're gonna vlog it and put it on put it up. So Y'all not gonna be alone. Huh? I said, Y'all not gonna be alone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Um what else happened this week, man? Pee in this damn car. He trying to sell us now. Uh, I I would. I know we touched on it earlier, <laughs> man, before we started recording. Mm-hmm. But I like really wanted to talk about like rappers and their investments. Um, that's a good episode. Let's just say that for episode. Next week's okay. episode. Okay. Okay. We'll say Rappers that for and investments. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like we're going to go on for a while if we get into yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say that next week. Next week, join the show for Rappers and their investments. Rappers and their investments. We'll find out a cool name for it later. And then eventually we'll get to the Jasmine Southern episode. Yeah. Eventually. Maybe we're going to do that the week after. <laughs> we just going to be in about it, bro. Like the album yeah. is, is banging. So, absolutely. Let's just do it next week. Okay. Mm, we push all that stuff back. So Yeah, we're gonna meet. We got it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just know it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, uh, so pee in this car, man. I think it's awesome. P I think, in I think his it car. means a lot to the to the to like people that look up to Master P. Um and and try to model themselves around some of the business moves that he's making. Mm-hmm. So I think that's always a positive thing. Now, if it's going to correlate into sales in the black community, I don't know about that. I know supercar. Nope. Most Hell black no. people that I know aren't into it, or the or the black people that I know that are into cars aren't into supercars. It's more so old schools, stuff like I, that. I think the question really is: Is it going to be affordable? No, I don't think so. It's not. <laughs> I don't think they anything that has a supercar mm-hmm. in its name is affordable. No. They try to make the newest Corvettes affordable supercars. Those things are not affordable. <laughs> Why would you make that? <laughs> yeah, they, Why do you want everybody to have it? You don't. It, it, it takes this. It takes the special special out. Yeah, you know. I'm gonna get me one of those. There were only four made ever, and you have two of them. That's <laughs> uh, different. Uh, I, I guess it's just the fact that a black man is making a supercar. I don't think it matters like if we can yeah, buy it or that. not. Yeah. It's just yeah. hey, there's a car out there. But I guess the the confusing part is you know you're who you're prom- promoting is predominantly probably us. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you kind of look at it as like 
How are we gonna benefit for it? Yeah. How we gonna how we gonna benefit from this? Oh, everybody just you know, together. But yeah. how do we? Yeah, you know. <laughs> how, uh, Right, <laughs> yeah. I get it on Monday and Tuesday, bro. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm waiting to see how it plays out and um, to see what the ticket is on it and to see. I wonder where it goes if it's a, like a a, a a snapshot of something else that's to come. Like, are they working on just like cr- trying to create a, a production line of cars at all? A new brand, um, yeah, yeah, just like a new brand of cars because that would be pretty cool. Yeah, then they can make a whole bunch of different. Um, different cars that are affordable, some that are more expensive. They can have just a line of it. Like, just start like fucking Kia. Like, do like two or three cars and mm-hmm. just build from there. I don't know what that looks like. I'm pretty sure that's very expensive in this day and age to try to secure a manufacturing plant for a fucking car. But yeah. still, that would be kind of cool to look at because like uh, Romeo was saying in the video he was like this is huge for black people like this could be a big thing um as far as like putting people to work and shit mm-hmm. yeah definitely open up a factory that's jobs on deck Niggas can yeah. come in there and make cars but the thing about it the cars gotta sell that's true you do have to sell that car yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so i so, guess that's the beneficial part there is that crazy. it's gonna create some jobs um but other than that, you know, I guess when you look at it, it's like, well, shoot, <laughs> can we buy the car? Uh, but I guess, you know, we'll see. We'll see what goes. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if sure. it's the one. Um, yeah, because I know we got a host of other things like supposedly Reebok, but we haven't heard much. I've been waiting on to figure out what this Reebok deal is talking about, man. I'm not I'm still not going to wear Reeboks because I don't. Um, but. I'm definitely curious to see what type of like dealings he's doing and and how much he paid for it, like stuff like that. I'm curious mm-hmm. about, you know, how does it work, you know, and stuff like that. So, well, I'm yeah. curious to see because they keep retroing these damn Iversons. They don't retro anything else because Reebok That's has the some dope stuff. Made, wasn't it? Uh, no, not necessarily. There's some other stuff that they got that's just as dope. Um that they could probably definitely retro. So it's going to be interesting to see not only what they, you know, how the deal gets a, gets finalized, but then what do they do with it? Because they ain't come there and completely change it and it's no longer Reebok. Yeah. It's stupid-ass Maniatis. <laughs> I hope that's not the case. <laughs> probably he's just going to add the Reebok sign to them shoes. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please. You're a ruined Just add Reebok. Right, <laughs> ruin everything <laughs> to just work for. Uh, but hey, let's let's wait and see. So P got a lot of good stuff going. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, the things are trash. <laughs> Man, maybe. <laughs> can't call it, bro. Can't Steve call is it. not gonna let them just live. Bro. No, not at all, man. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, they gotta hey. be ugly as hell. You know they are, bro. How you smell, Munyadis? Just type in masterpiece shoes. <laughs> that's it. Google no, masterpiece shoes. Don't you'll, even try to do Munyadis, bro. That's that's that's, that's trash in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Why they spell it money Adi? <laughs> yeah. Why they spell money money Adi? 
Exactly. No. I don't no. know. No, I don't know, man. But this is how they bro. chose to spell it, man. Exactly. <laughs> man. Oh, no. That's how they chose. Look at Greg. <laughs> oh, no. I just saw them for the first time. <laughs> 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 Hey man, but no, shout out to Master P, to, man. Oh, and, and what the, the fuck whole, is that? The whole name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a masterpieces. No. Oh man. No. Like oh, it's not goodness. even that they just like. I don't know. It's maybe it's just because they they trying to do that designer brand thing. Yeah, that's what it is, man. It's, it's, it's trying like, to designer brand shoes would be ugly anyway. But <laughs> yeah, God, damn. What? This man done had a lot of shoes. What the hell is the jump offs? Uh, I don't know what that is. I don't know. That's, <laughs> That's a lot of me. You done did a lot more shoes. digging than I did. I'm just, <laughs> and then the little side, it's a little cheetah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, cheetah print trash. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I feel bad. That's funny, man. Talking bad about his shoes and shit. Don't like, it make you feel, feel like you, you, hey, it don't make me feel bad. <laughs> shoot, I ain't just gonna right. support you because it's because you, you know. Shoot, yeah, I'm gonna let you know, cheap. hey, bro, it's, it's kind of trash. <laughs> That's you know, too funny, man. And I'm gonna move on. Yeah, yeah. shoe design is a lot harder than what I guess it seems. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't like those. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club, right? <laughs> My God is. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that's too funny, man. Um, what else y'all got, man? I ain't got nothing else. I'm ready to get into it. Let's yeah, get into let's the meat and bones, man. Let's yeah. get into it. We so that was the news. Hope y'all enjoyed that. Let's do a quick recap of uh, this versus yeah, Oh yeah, I forgot about that yeah, part. Man. Like, let's uh, hop in here. So I'm going to read off the stats, the yeah. versus stats. Yeah. So uh, if y'all didn't have a chance to tune in, um, it was Thursday, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, we finally got the battle um, with the, the versus battle with Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Uh, we know that the first time they tried to do it, Ashanti came down with COVID-19, which um, I'm glad that she recovered from. But they finally did it. And here are the stats from it. So the stats from it, Believe it or not, this one actually broke all, a bunch of records. So um, here we go. And this is straight from the verses. Uh, this is from the verses uh, online, Instagram, where they said more than 8.1 million viewers tuned in across Instagram, Apple Music, and other streaming uh, streams uh, to watch their Shanti and Keisha Cole. <clears throat> so uh, as far as Apple Music, it was 1.6. Uh, million plus total viewers. Uh, let me see. They had 1.2, 1,238,000 plus million um, concurrent viewers, 6 million plus total viewers, and uh, 123. Okay, that about threw me out for a second. I almost thought that said billion, but 123 plus million in stream likes, 500,000 plus total unofficial, uh, and I don't know. Oh, YouTube and Facebook viewers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I almost thought that was something else. Uh, and then 4.5. Whoa, hold up. Now that actually is billion. Uh, 4 billion, 500 million plus impressions. Um, number one trending topic 
second highest tweeted versus battle, uh, 1.1,590,000 plus tweets globally. And this one was actually sponsored by Doritos, which we saw on there. Um, Doritos, Ciroc, and there's two more sponsors that I'm not totally familiar with. So, um, Did they eat some Doritos on screen? No No one ate Doritos, but Keisha Cole said that she specifically liked Doritos. And if she had the uh, cheese junks, she would have had a hot sauce and she would have ate something on camera. Um, It says right here that the record on Instagram was also previously, the record on Instagram was uh, also previously held by Jeezy versus Gucci, which ranked up 5.5 5.5 million viewers on Instagram. However, the iconic matchup between the former foes still remains the most successful battle with 9.1 million views across all streaming platforms. Um, and also the highest tweeted battle to date later on their third, uh, later on in their thread versus confirmed that Ashanti and Keisha Cole is the second highest tweeted battle in the platform's history prior to both battles. Uh, Monica versus Brandy held the record before then. So, you know what, y'all? I am pretty surprised by that. I didn't think it was going to do that, like, by no means. Um, I'll be honest, I think it was a little, <clears throat> it was better than I expected it, uh, but I like Keisha Cole. I like Ashanti. Um, but I didn't expect it to be the second highest of uh, of all time, even with uh, Keisha Cole technically being late, but she wasn't late. She was actually there, but she wasn't there. And we'll get into that a little later on for all the viewers to uh, kind of figure out what happened there. But, yo, first impression, I know G didn't get a chance to see it, so uh, we're going to holler at Tommy real quick, man. What was your your overall, man, your first reaction to the verses to um, Keisha Cole and Ashanti. And also, what, what is your, um, the follow-up question behind that, which I, um, G will be able to answer this one too. What is your take on the stats as well? So let's start, man, your first reaction. Um, first reaction was, where's Keisha Cole? <laughs> that was the first reaction, man. Like, damn, she needs to come on. It's 840-something. Like, come on, man, before I cut it off. Um, but now, like, I, th- I think it was good. Um, they were singing each other's songs. They was, mm. you know, giving each other praises and stuff like that. So that's positive. Um, I always thought Ashanti was beautiful and I always liked her voice. I wasn't a huge fan of Keisha Cole's, but, you know, she made good music. Um, yeah, of the numbers, the numbers, I noticed that it was like 8 million. Or, no, it was 1 million in Instagram, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's a million people in here watching this right now, you know? Yeah. Um, because you can you can tell, like, a lot of them get, like, 500K, 600K, 700K, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but you notice when a million people are in there. And so mm-hmm. um, I noticed that part, so that kind of stood out to me. And then you saying 8.1 uh, views, Basically, I was like, goodness, I didn't know it was that huge. You know what I'm saying? Me not being a huge fan of of, of both of them, you know, it's just kind of like I know who they are. I listen to some of the music. music. I got a f- favorite song from Ashanti. You know, mm-hmm. I don't forgot the name of it, but it's dope. Uh, something about the rain. Rain on me. Yeah. 
What's the name of the song? That's it, right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that song is dope. But um, yeah, I think it was, I think it was good. Obviously, it was good. Um and stuff. It it just proves more to what um the verses has done this past year mm-hmm. and how appreciated it is from from the culture and, and everybody involved. So G, what was your take on the numbers? I know you didn't get a chance to see it, but what was your take on the numbers? Absolute surprise, man. I did not expect many people to as many people to tune in as that, but I guess I underestimated the star power of Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Um which is probably a a, a huge flaw on my part. because um, as I think back about it, my Keisha Cole was a big deal. She she had a lot of music out and she also had like a reality show. So I'm mm-hmm. sure she's got Buku fucking fans. Um <clears throat> Ashanti, I don't know. Like people like Tommy said, there's a lot of people that's attracted to her. <laughs> and then like other than that she does have some 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 hits because I know uh, her song Baby is like dope as hell to me I fucking love yeah. that song but uh, other than that I just when I saw the, the matchup I didn't I couldn't think of that many songs <laughs> I was like mm. I don't know how long this can go yeah uh, I, I thought of them as like a moment and not necessarily like a mm-hmm. like they had a lot of staying power it was like okay Ashanti had her moment where she had, you know, three or four songs. And then Keish Cole had her moment where she had, you know, three, four, five songs. From like three, four, five songs, it's not a versus make. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I don't know how this is going to go and how long people going to stick around. But I guess people still came out. They still watched it. It's still versus. Maybe that speaks to the power of the brand versus at this mm-hmm. point. Um, and it, it, it says something good about the brand and then also about the two ladies as well. Um, I kind of was like, I ain't got to watch this chat. <laughs> <But, Yeah. laughs> apparently so. Apparently I missed out. Yeah. People still was there and they probably still had a good time. But I am definitely looking forward to seeing who would be the next matchup. Man, I can't wait to UGK and A-Ball MJG. Maybe that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me... I mean, yeah, the first thing was, <laughs> where is Keisha? <laughs> because Ashanti was sitting there, I was like, hey, Ashanti gonna run out of songs by the time Keisha right. gets on here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as I got into it, and I know I was talking to Tommy, I was like, I was surprised that I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I wasn't interested uh, in the matchup because I am, I'm a, I'm be honest, I'm a big Keisha Cole fan. Uh, um, now, big, use the word big loosely, like big as, you know, uh, I really do enjoy You're Keisha. You're a bigger music. fan than I am. Yeah. Um, yeah way but I, th- I thought that, but for me, um, when it comes to Ashanti, she did have some good records. Uh, she definitely is uh, a beautiful, young, uh, beautiful woman. The thing is, I just didn't think she had enough records to compete with Keisha Cole. And then also, Keisha has Keisha can really really sing uh, so I felt like it was an uneven match <laughs> to begin with and I just wasn't interested because I was like okay you know they sing on the show and stuff and I was like Ashanti can hold a note but Ashanti <laughs> isn't you know like do you know what I'm talking about Ashanti can't really sing but she can hold a note she, she can hold you know whatever um so for me personally, I was like, okay, 
I'm kind of like with G. I'm like, uh, I don't know how many records Ashanti got to hang with Keisha because Keisha actually has a lot more records than uh, people, uh, you know, give her credit for. So, you know, I really only joined in because my co-host, my brother from another mother, Tommy T, was like, hey, are you watching the verses? And then I was like, no, not really, but I'll tune in. <laughs> and once I tune in, I kind of really, I, I started to really enjoy it. And I knew, I think I knew just about almost every record, except for probably like a couple from Ashanti. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of records that they, that Keisha dropped that, I was like, oh man, I used to love this record. Like she has a record with Pac that is just an amazing record in itself. And then what I was very happy about is we kind of got back to that storytelling part where um, Keisha was talking about how she was supposed to be signed to death row at a certain point and how she knew Pac. And then there was a whole story about Ashanti and Biggie uh, and how she was almost signed to a uh, bad boy at once upon a time that I didn't know. So I was happy for that. I liked the interaction, but I am, as far as numbers, I'm thoroughly surprised because I just didn't think that that many people was going to like a lot of people were really dogging it. And then I was surprised that that many people actually tuned in for it. Yeah. Uh, and you know what I'm saying? They, without like a narrative to go with it, like Gucci and Jeezy had a real life beef. Uh, mm-hmm. Monica and Brandy had something going on. Um, and some other things like without that real live, without a narrative to drive it, I'm really surprised that that many people tuned in Uh <laughs> tuned in for it so that's my that is my overall take and that is my take on the numbers um so with that being said just kind of jumping jumping into it what um and let's let's go through the track listing because i want to see if g you know i want to get g in on the conversation uh because i want G to tell me what what is the song? What do you think a standout song would be from this versus battle? Because it's always one that you're like, yo, that right there, if they play that, it's over. So I'm gonna go through it real quick. Um, round one, and I'm on Billboard, and Billboard actually scored it. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, round one, one was uh Keisha Cole, you know, Keisha Cole's I changed my mind, Ashanti's happy, if you remember that record. Uh round two, Keisha Cole, I should have cheated. Ashanti's The Way That I Love You. Uh, round three, we had Keisha Cole um, featuring Lil Wayne. Enough of, yeah, Enough of No Love. And then Ashanti's Don't Leave Me Alone. Um, you got Keisha Cole Should Have Let Go. Ashanti's Rock With You. Uh, they also did a lot of stuff that they were just kind of featured on too. So that kind of, I think that kept stuff afloat because you had, um, you had I Remember versus Lloyd's. Lloyd featuring Ashanti Southside. This is the reason why I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't know, you know, if Ashanti didn't have these <laughs> feature records that kept on float, I'm like, eh, you know. <laughs> um, so then you had uh, Diddy featuring uh, Keisha Cole's Last Night with Jennifer Lopez versus Jennifer Lopez uh, featuring Ja Rule, uh, which had Ashanti on there, uh, on the hook, I believe. <laughs> hey, yeah. actually use that. Yes, <laughs> uh, That's you, had, uh, <laughs> you had you uh, had round seven. You had the two part record featuring Keisha Cole, um, play uh, play your cards right, which is probably my f- all time favorite Keisha Cole record. Uh, well, 
that she was featured on. And then you had Tupac featuring Ashanti and T.I. on Pac's Life. Um, then round eight, you got Keisha Cole, Love, Ashanti's Rain On Me. You got Keisha Cole's Trust and Believe, Irv Gotti Presents, The Mer- the Ink featuring Charlie Baltimore, Ja Rule, Ashanti, and Vita's, Vita's uh, Down For You. Um, Keisha Cole, You've Changed, Ashanti's Runaway, Keisha Cole's Heaven Sent, Ashanti's Baby, uh, Ashanti's Only You, Keisha Cole's Brand New, Fat Joe featuring Ashanti's what, uh, What's Love, Keisha mm-hmm. Cole featuring Monica, Trust, um, Fabulous featuring Ashanti, and to you, Jaheem featuring Keisha Cole's I've Changed. That's probably my second favorite uh, feature that Keisha Cole has done. That song was bumping. Um, you had Ashanti's uh, Movies versus uh, Sean Paul featuring Keisha Cole's Give It Up To Me. Uh, ja Rule featuring Ashanti's Mesmerized versus Keisha Cole's featuring Missy Elliott and Little Kim, Let It Go. Uh, then we got Ashanti's Foolish, uh, Unfoolish um, featuring Toys Big. And then you got Keisha Cole's Never. <clears throat> then, you know, we up here on round 18 where you got Ashanti's Break uh, break Up the Makeup, Keisha Cole's You Complete Me. Then you got Ashanti's Don't Let, uh, Don't Let Them versus Keisha Cole's Featuring Remy Ma and French Montana's You, as well as, uh, and then we got round 20, which was Ashanti's Always On Time, and Keisha Cole's I Don't Want to Be In Love With You. Uh, and just in case, <laughs> just in case you want to know what, uh, um, uh, what Billboard thought, they say as far as wider cat- uh, catalog, Keisha Cole by far, uh, biggest snub was Keisha Cole's, uh, point to Ashanti, uh, which was interesting. I'm gonna talk about that a little later. Uh, best banter, they say Ashanti, they went into like some extra stuff here. Um, but they, this is interesting, huh? They said final score 12 10 three for the tie and they gave it to Ashanti, uh, which is, yeah, whatever. But, you know, kind of listening to that, all that was played, like, is there a standout record uh, for you in this, in this versus battle? Mm. Of course, like I said, Baby was my song from Ashanti. And then if I had a standout record from Keisha Cole, maybe trust or love would be the ones that I would think of are the bigger one. Mm. The ones that I heard the most. <laughs> what you got, Tommy? I know you're just a Shanti fan, so yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Foolish, Rain On Me, I Like Baby. Ain't that doing baby, baby? Yeah. What's the one to say the, uh, uh, the cheated song with Keisha Cole? I shouldn't have cheated. Yeah. yeah. That one, <laughs> <laughs> that one. Like I'm not like it's it's nothing against Keisha Cole. It's just mm. when did her music like when was she hot? Like what years? Uh, what probably somewhere between 2005 and 2008. Or yeah, nine. I wasn't even like, bro. I wasn't nowhere trying to be in love in 2005. <laughs> if she music wasn't didn't have if my music didn't have <laughs> a beat. And 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 was talking if it didn't say any curse words or, or beat or rap to it, I wasn't trying to hear it, man. I had I had just got my speakers, um, fresh into college, you know. Only thing I'm trying to do is not have a baby, man. <laughs> Let's see. I guess uh 
Shoot, her run was like what? Probably from about 2005 and on to a couple of years. Yeah. No, she, I think she made good music, man. And, and to, to kind of like talk about their singing, I'm like, I think I said it in the Slack, but I'm not one to say somebody can or can't sing because I can't hold a note. You know what I'm saying? If you paid mm-hmm. me to hold a note, I would not get paid um, because I can't do it. So I think they both sound lovely. You know, I would listen to them um, and stuff like that. So, hey, man, they make music, make money off of music. Who am I to say they can't sing? Somebody paid for them. So <laughs> that's my logic, man. <laughs> Tommy, I always would have taken. What I found that was most interesting about it was that uh, most of the uh, verses about it, folks have been in the same room, seem to have been the new thing. Um, and this one kind of went back to the old way where they were in separate areas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly where they were in the world, but of course, Ashanti, uh, Ashanti was on uh, one uh, uh, cam and um, uh, Kishko was on yeah. the other, so I found that interesting. So the set, the set wasn't nothing lavish, nothing amazing, um, but there, as as Billboard did um, pointed out, there was moments that looked like Keisha was like pointing to the side, as if uh, as if Ashanti was in the exact same room with her, uh, which I found hilarious. <laughs> and I don't know if it was like that because I could see folks um, handing Keisha stuff uh, throughout the night um, from that area but it looks like she was actually pointing at her like she was sitting directly yeah. beside her and it almost to a certain degree looked like they set up the sets to make it look as if they were in the same room but you can clearly see that they weren't so um, what was y'all take on that with it kind of going back to that old format where you had the the you know the it sound wasn't the was lives, right, but the yeah. sound was was right. So that was the most important thing for me. As you mm-hmm. guys know me, I'm always be like, it doesn't sound right, or like I always get on Steve about, hey man, we got the we we hear cracking in, in your mm-hmm. mic or something like that. So I didn't care if they were in the room together or if they were, you know, to the old format. As long as it sounds right, which yeah. I know that you can make it sound right. And I have no issues with it, you know. Do what you got to do. It just has to sound right. Yeah, I like them being in the same room. Um, I just like that uh, they can kind of bounce off of each other's energy when they're in the Mm -hmm. same room. Um, There's nothing wrong with them being in separate rooms because when I think back to like the Erica Badu and Jill Scott John, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, the sound could definitely been better on that, but. I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't have a preference, especially in the time of COVID where mm-hmm. like you don't have no choice most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see people be in person, but if you yeah. can't, then oh will. <laughs> gotcha. And that, and that's a good point to bring up. Not, you know, not just COVID, uh, but also the technical piece of it because um, as we have kind of pointed out and as the world kind of knows, uh, Keisha Cole was an hour late. Um, she eventually gave her, uh, I don't want to say excuse, but her reasoning for it. Um, and per reports, 
uh, she actually said that she was actually there on time. The thing that was going on was that they were having some technical difficulties on her side where the music uh, didn't sound right. And also her scream was fu- fuzzy. So she was definitely trying to avoid the Teddy Riley, uh, mm-hmm. having a Teddy Riley moment. Um, what What's y'all takes on that, man? Because she, she actually apologized and said, you know what, I should have just sat in the seat or should have just peeped my head in to let everybody know that I was there. Um, but she didn't. Um, and Swiss was very upset. He said that it was disrespectful and so on and so forth. Uh, you saw back Ashanti was trying to carry the show by herself yeah. until she got on. Um, what's y'all take on that, man? Uh, with y'all both bringing up that, hey, sound matters. Quality matters. I don't care if you're in the same room or not. Do you think, a uh, couple questions, do you think that Keisha should have just sat in the seat and let everybody know she was there and it was having technical difficulties or, uh, well, that's one question. And then the second question is, do you think that um, Swiss was a little, um, cause Swiss jumped in the comments. Uh, do you think Swiss was a little, uh, too quick to jump in the comments to say that it was disrespectful for her not to be there on time? What, what's your thoughts on that? Both questions. Um, well, my thought is she should have said something. She should have been like, look, we not having we we having some technical difficulties. Like let people know because we like people just sitting there waiting on like Ashanti. Like man, Ashanti is a, is a is a something just a thing of beauty. You know what I'm saying? I look at Ashanti all day, but when I'm sitting here trying to sit getting ready for this verses, um, and you're just not showing up, and this girl is like running out of stuff to talk about, running out of things to say to people, running out of music, you know what I'm saying? And the DJ just sitting back there just being a DJ, and it's, it's kind of like, damn, she could have peeped her. If she was there seeing this, you like, help out. People are yeah. here to see both of y'all. Help out. You know, and then especially when Swiss jumped in, I think Swiss probably should have, like, when I saw that, I was like, he don't know what's going on with her. Like at that point, it's like it's something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like what happened to her, you know? But yeah. for her to just sit there and, and watch all of this, it's like, dog, jump in the live and jump in the comments and be like, hey, I'm here. You know, call Swiss Beast and let them know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. So like it's, it's just a failure of communication, man. And that's what made it look bad, you know, because yeah. imagine if they would have got started on time. They had a million people in there waiting um, before Keisha Cole jumped on. Mm. So imagine how many people was like left and never came back. True. Oh. Yeah, some people probably did just log off. <laughs> What's your take on G? I know you didn't get a chance to see it, but kind of based on what you've heard. No, just um, based on what I heard, I definitely agree that she should at least Keisha Cole should at least say something. Like mm. it's just like when you're running late to a meeting or something, you let the people know, "Hey, y'all, I'm on my way, but I'm just not gonna make it on the time that I said I was gonna be there." Um, just so people know that you're not like abandoning ship. <laughs> yeah, so people not thinking, "Oh, damn, like she's just not gonna show up." <laughs> no, you gotta let people know. Um, and then as far as like Swiss Beats kind of hopping in there, I think that was just him having that moment of like, dang, is she just not going to show up? Like, really? <laughs> we mm-hmm. just, we're going to have this whole promotional run, 
do all this work to say we're going to do this. And then on the day of, you're going to pull up like a Lauren Hill and just say, <laughs> <laughs> not be here. <laughs> it's crazy. Out the wind. Yeah. Uh, nah, I, and that's good points. I, I definitely agree that once, you know, she gave her reasoning that she was there, uh, I think at least someone or our representative could have you know, picked in and say, hey, we're having some technical difficulties mm-hmm. on the side. But give us a chance to correct this so that people know what to expect. Uh, so I definitely agree there. And she did apologize for not sitting in the damn seat, as she said. Um, and I, I get her reasoning, but at the same time, I think they could have handled that better. Uh, as far as Swiss, I think my thing was this. I think Swiss should have never come in it. Because uh, yeah. when we look at the brand, is Swiss and Timberland, they are the create, you know, they present this. They are the creators of, of this from our understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, as you know, y'all running the show, uh, I feel more like, you know, you shouldn't have come in. You probably should have gotten behind the scenes, figured out what was going on and somehow assisted with it. Because uh, instead of, you know, saying that it was very disrespectful, he could have easily, I think he could have easily called, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then, he could have actually made the announcement, hey, we have yeah. some technical difficulties on Keisha's side or, or whatever. That would have been way better because now it makes me feel like, so what do you do, Swiss? <laughs> you know, like, like, mm-hmm. do you have any, you know, any, any, um, you know, I know that they actually put the battles together, but you do, do you have any hand in, are you actually physically in the process of getting this thing together or is it just a bunch of people you know what I'm saying? Under you that you say, hey, do this and you're going about your business. Uh, and that makes me think that you're not paying attention to your product. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of alarming to me because I don't want this thing to go away. So yeah. I hope that everybody had a learning experience from it and maybe figure it out from there. Yeah, um, yeah man. Um, other than that, it, I enjoyed it, man. Um, it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't a minute I walked away, but me and my wife was talking about something and I kind of forgot it was going on. Um, <laughs> uh, so a great night for the ladies, as we see as far as the numbers, uh, definitely some issues arising. Um, all around, I think it's a great push forward for the versus yeah. um, battle to continue. Uh, there are rumors that Swiss wants to do a Notorious B.I.G. versus Tupac one. I don't have a clue of how that would work out. Probably just representatives in yeah. the building, um, which would be very interesting. Uh, but for the guys, man, um, that's pretty much it in a nutshell with this versus battles. Uh, what's y'all, y- y'all got any any other things y'all want to discuss regarding it? Like anything that y'all saw that I didn't see? Nah, man. Mm-hmm. I honestly... Um, hope that both of the ladies can capitalize on this. Mm-hmm. I know you talked about Ashanti having a new single yeah, um, and stuff like that, because like we always say, man, like the verses happens and then their number, their streaming numbers go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, just with the newfound, um, newfound fans, newfound eyes that's and ears that's listening to them. Hopefully they can capitalize on on that and and you know be able to provide more for their family. So um wishing them all the best, you know, um and stuff like that. So 
that's my take. And yeah. Yeah, I hope they get an uptick in them streams. Get a little bit more uh, cash flow coming through. There it is. And then uh, just enjoy the moment, right? That's how I feel it is for everybody. It gets mm-hmm. a chance to go on there. They get to enjoy that moment of just being in the spotlight like that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the importance, the key word, enjoying the moment. Um, yeah. With that being said, man, hey, let's do some fantasy booking right real quick before we end the show. Yo, who you want to see, man? Fantasy booking, anybody. Who you want to see next? Let, and we're going we gonna to disqualify Bun and, and I mean, UGK <laughs> and A-Bomb-JG because it's been put out there. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, just some fantasy booking. Like, who else? Who else can we do this with? Who you got? G, go for it. I know you had said uh, on one of the previous episodes, maybe, like, Alcaz versus Tribe. Um, shit. I can't really think of nobody else, man. I, off the top of my head, I can't really think of somebody that I'm like, man, I need to see them go against somebody. I know some people I don't want to see that I've been seeing rumblings. Oh, shit, we did say earlier. Um, I think it would be cool to see, like, Mary J. Blige go against somebody, like uh, maybe Mariah Carey. That'd be mm. pretty cool. They don't make the same kind of music necessarily, but I think they're contemporaries, and uh, it'd mm. be fun to watch because they got a lot of hits. I think it. I think anything with Mary J. Blige would bring out a bunch of people. <laughs> like, so you're instantly gonna have a, a bunch of people watching it. Um, gotcha. And definitely, if if it was her and Mariah specifically, like mm-hmm. that's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. The amount of people that's gonna tune in is just crazy. That's gonna be ridiculous. That'd be huge. Goodness gracious, that'd be crazy. Mariah ain't uh, gonna do that shit though. No, I think <laughs> well. I, I remember that the Outcast and Tribe was actually one that there, there was some rumblings about, but I don't know what happened with it. Um, yeah. So that's another interesting one as well. Um, you got any more? No, that's it. That's all I got right now. Tommy, what you got? Um, I'm thinking, I'm like, shit, I would like to see Young Money and uh, what's Rick Ross crew? MMG? MMG. Mm. That'll be interesting. Three Six Mafia. I want to see the Three Six Mafia and Bone Thugs just because I like both of them. <laughs> I yeah. think it's a better it's a better thing if you went Three Six Mafia and maybe uh um shit. I don't know. <laughs> Not Bone, I don't think Bone Thugs would be like the best matchup, but you know I like both of those groups, and I want to see No Limit against somebody too. With like a, a group, you know what I'm saying? I would like to see Death Row and Bad Boy against mm. each other. Man, but um, who would represent Death Row though? I don't like Snoop had music with Death Snoop Row. Could, like Lady Ray. Uh, yeah. Uh what's his Daz Daz and Corrupt? Yeah, Dog Pound. Yeah. All those guys. They was they were yeah. signed to Death Row. Like <laughs> That's true. They could definitely represent it. That's you that's know. true. And I guess it could be on some P stuff without should being in play. Right, right. Uh so yeah. But Shug probably would, would somehow <laughs> mess it up, you know. <laughs> like, nah, y'all can't do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then I guess I guess the other thing is clearing some records, like folks yeah. actually being able to play the record. So that's another loop in probably all of this. Yeah. Man, that young money and uh double MG jump, bro. Double MG gonna get their asses waxed. I was trying to think of who would be up there. Like, nah. you got Wayne and Ross, 
Drake and like you Drake and Meek against like Rockefeller or somebody. Yeah, like, I couldn't think of another crew uh, like that. You know, <laughs> you couldn't do it. Anybody that was a, a like a, a contemporary of theirs, you could not do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gotcha. crazy. That like that's a three headed monster, man. With with yeah. little ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know oh, that would be very interesting. It's hard to I, to find somebody like you could put Nicki versus Drake. I would have to do if we're gonna do Young Money, Young Money versus Ooh. Cash Money. <laughs> no, <Young> money. <laughs> like Cash yeah, Money no, had everybody it, it signed had to be, though. Cash had Money to be. had Buster, uh, Bow Wow. Uh, <laughs> it had to be Cash Money versus No Limit. Tierra like, Marie, that's it. That. That's the one. Cash Money versus No Limit. That would well, have to be the one. Yeah. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. If we're going to do Young Money, this may be, I don't know if this is reaching or not, but then I would have to do Young Money versus uh, Good music. Uh, DT. TD. TD. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think when you say good music, that made me think about it. That might be a good one too, like for contemporary purposes. But also, I don't know with the TD thing, because I don't know about the TD. Because I don't, I don't, no, I don't think so. Mm-mm. Cause you got Kendrick. They gonna get their ass waxed too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. They yeah. got they got people, but nah, they can't compete with Drake, Nicki, and Wayne. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Just, I mean, nobody can compete with Drake, Nicki, and Wayne honestly. at one time. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's just you just gotta break that up. You gotta break that up all the way. Um, I would love to have uh Nicki versus Kim. I don't think that's a good one. I would rather have Kim versus Foxy. Because of the because of yeah. the times. I mean, they already had because of the time, yes, I agree. Um but I think like hit wise, I love Foxy, but I don't think she has a chance in that one. Yeah. But I think as far as like if you're talking about like, and I'm not calling, you know, um, Kim old, but if you're talking about the old versus like kind of the new, you know, like as far as versions, then I would like to see that. Plus, they do they still have an issue? They used to have an issue. They uh, did. I don't know. They had an issue, I think, but I don't yeah. know if they still do. I would yeah. like to see uh if you was gonna do Lil' Kim and like not to do like an updated person, I would put her against Missy. <laughs> oh they did music yeah. together too. Yeah, yeah they was contemporary. Yeah, be that would be a fun. One. I'm sure they got some story to tell. Yeah, yeah. you can actually have them in the same room because uh, yeah. I would love to have. Uh, I just yeah, I need Kim a Missy versus the way she looked, man. Yeah, she I need that like missing she had one. Too many surgeries. Yeah, I need that missing one. Um, real you quick, put Missy for me. up against anybody, bro. Really, really good. Cool. I was sitting there <laughs> thinking in my head, I was like, Missy could have, Missy could have been good against like Ludacris. That would yeah. have been a good matchup. They make similar music. Yeah. <laughs> who would you put? Um, who else would you put Luda up against? For Luda, for, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that well, shoot, we already had Luda and Nelly. Um, which I, was, which I just was didn't right. think that was a a good. No, one. that shouldn't have been the thing. It should have been like Luda and Ti or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they just and, needed and Nelly to get versus at this moment. Tip still yeah. doesn't. <laughs> that nigga need a fucking opponent. Man, they gotta get him somebody. Man, come on, somebody needs to do it. Get Ti get uh, somebody, man. Let's do Ti versus Tip. Hell How about uh, that? 
<laughs> no, man. Let's leave that alone. Oh, uh, one for me that I want that I want to see uh, because I really want these two to have a versus. Uh, man, I, I want Big Big Creek versus Cole. Period. Big Creek versus Cole Creek versus Cole. As far I want as them to do some more music like together, people don't man. know enough of Big Chris music for it to uh, be what like we would score it fairly, right? I don't know if everybody would score it fairly, yeah. Um, because like I, I definitely would agree that that would be a good one to watch because both of them got some shit in the tuck. Because I was just going through uh, Cole's oh, mixtape Friday oh, yeah. Night Lights this past answer week. Your question. To answer your question live, uh, I would still hit uh, Cushion Orange Juice, man. <laughs> Friday Night Lights is, is dope. Cushion Orange Juice and Friday Night Lights. Yeah, Friday Night Lights is dope. Cushion Orange Juice to me, too. I had to go back and listen to Friday Night Lights, and I was like, nah, Shoot. I still got Cushion Orange Juice. Man, we get, man, that whole little era there. That bro, era, like, I think it's crazy. It's a, <laughs> it's a couple people we can put in there and however they do it. Like, Wiz, Kendrick, Crit, Cole. However, they want to put the versus battle together. I think we'll get some get something stellar. Yeah. Uh, whether it's Wiz versus Crit and Cole versus Kendrick, or it's Kendrick versus Wiz and Cole versus Crit, or Crit versus the best matchup will be and, Cole, Cole and Kendrick because yeah. of, you know people know. I just wish they would do more music together. Yeah, you know. Kind of like uh, Joel Santana and uh, Lil Wayne. That'll be a good one. No, it wouldn't. You don't think so, man? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. I forgot about Dipset. No, Dipset was uh... I would do dip. See, I would do Dipset as a whole versus Lil um, Wayne by himself. <laughs> and on that note guys hey, on I want to thank you guys for listening go. to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast uh, we appreciate you guys listening if you haven't already please go subscribe to the channel on the 3M Media Studios page mm-hmm. um, also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers podcast um, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. You got Steve at the great Steve O Steve, and you got Greg at instantly underscore G. All on Instagram, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's it, man. Did I miss anything? Y'all got anything, man? No, no, no. It's <laughs> way worse the world. <laughs> Man, and on that note, man, I'm oh. out. <laughs> oh, man.